You are listening to Natural Doc Radio with your hosts Herbert R. Slavin, MD, and Janet Cimarelli, licensed nutrition counselor. Hear how you can get and stay healthy without medication. Follow the latest alternative health care news and trends. Educate yourself and avoid the health care hoax. Natural Doc Radio is sponsored by the X39 Patch. Stimulate your own stem cells and let your body heal itself. Get more information at drslavin.com forward slash x39. And now here are your hosts, Dr. Herbert Slavin and Janet Cimarelli. Hello and welcome once again to Natural Doc Radio. I'm Janet Cimarelli, licensed nutrition counselor. I'm here with Dr. Herb Slavin. And as always, we have a topic that will contribute to enhancing the quality of your health. How's that, Dr. Slavin? Sounds good. Okay. Now, for years on the radio and on this podcast, we talk about ways to stay healthy and get healthy. Optimize. But mainstream medicine is taught based on treating a symptom. So I'm asking the question now, could you be sick with no symptoms? I'm going to say absolutely. And I talk to people all the time who have some serious issue and they don't have any impact on their everyday activities. So if you could be sick without having any symptoms, that means they don't have a drug to prescribe for you because they only treat symptoms. So they're really not interested nor do they have the knowledge to help you. They won't investigate. But that's where functional medicine comes in, because that's looking for diseases before they become symptomatic. Um, And you are also doing very broad testing to see if the different parts of people's bodies are functioning optimized and let's just name a few diseases that can be asymptomatic and yet need to be diagnosed easy these are easy ones you can have diabetes with no symptoms you can have high blood pressure with no symptoms high cholesterol with no symptoms you could have breast cancer with no symptoms how many women go for a mammogram and they're told oh there's something suspicious there Uh, you can have heart disease with no symptoms so if you went to the doctor without a symptom, he doesn't uh, have anything to offer you. He'd say, you're good. But See you in a year. If you go to a functional physician, he's looking not at looking for a disease. He's looking at how your body is functioning. For, let's, so let's give an example. If you're deficient in vitamin C, which everybody is unless they take vitamin C, you're at greater risk for heart disease, it weakens your immune system, so you're really at greater risk of getting sick. So measure your vitamin C level. Uh, we've talked about this a lot, that based on an animal's weight, because animals make vitamin C, humans don't, 2,000 milligrams a day would be the minimum level to start with on vitamin C. Uh, when it comes to breast cancer, you need to check the woman's uh, hormones, estrogen and progesterone, and see if they're balanced. It's not enough to, uh, you know, look at the estrogen level. You have to see if you have enough progesterone to balance it to prevent the negative side effects of estrogen. 
And um, certainly with regard to breast cancer and not exhibiting any symptoms, vitamin D deficiency puts you at greater risk of developing breast cancer. Thyroid dysfunction puts you at greater risk for developing breast cancer. So um, there's a wide range of investigating uh, pathways that a functional physician can uh, give you some really good information. And then today a patient... said that she knows at least seven people that died suddenly. Ooh. And she's attributing it to COVID vaccines. But when they when people die suddenly, they're dying of a blood clot. The blood clot could hit their heart, it could hit their uh brain, hit their lungs. So can you so the question is can you have blood clots and be asymptomatic and then suddenly you're dead? Well, um, certainly with the information we know about COVID and how COVID can be damaging the interior of your blood vessels and with that damage create inflammation and with that inflammation um, create microclots. And you have a way of testing for that. Right. There's a test called a D-dimer that'll tell you whether there are circulating blood clots. Mainstream medicine's approaches to wait until they become symptomatic. So wait till that clot goes to your lungs or develops in your legs and you become symptomatic. Then they'll jump in and treat it. And my approach is to uh, give you natural things that will help dissolve blood clots, similar to what the Japanese do. By the way, the Japanese, uh, as a country, live the longest. They include natto, which is a type of fermented soy, in their diet on a daily basis, and that helps dissolve blood clots. So you can take a natto supplement. Uh, Little things like that, these are all things that uh, present initially without symptoms. Unless you look for them, you will not find them. Okay, so the need for natto has um, been... uh, uh, certainly greater than in previous years because of the COVID and the potential changes in your blood chemistry. And yes, you can identify those changes with the D-dimer. And would there be people whose D-dimer is um, acceptable range, but still should be using natto kinase. I think so many people do very well with the improvement in circulation. Well, since the Japanese eat natto, and I believe it contributes to their longevity, I recommend that people take a supplement of natto because that the, taking natto probably contributes to the Japanese longevity. Okay, and you talked about vitamin C, Dr. Slavin, and that vitamin C has the potential to strengthen the interior walls of your blood vessels so that they are less likely to be damaged by a spike well, protein. Well, here's what most people don't realize. When you have bypass surgery to, block, to bypass that blockage, you're not reducing the risk of heart attacks because that blockage doesn't cause heart attacks. It just blocks the flow of blood to the heart, which can give you symptoms. What causes heart attacks is when an immature plaque, otherwise known as a uh, vulnerable plaque or a flat plaque, vulnerable meaning it's prone to rupture. When it ruptures, it causes a heart attack because it acutely blocks the blood supply to the heart. And the way to prevent it 
is taking vitamin C. And and that, by the way, and those plaques won't show up on any tests because it's not obstructing blood flow. Okay, and that was my question. Okay, how do people know if their plaque might be vulnerable? Is there any way to investigate that for your patients? No, you just have to assume if you're not taking enough vitamin C, you're at risk for that. Okay. Now, here's the interesting thing. Of all the animals out there, humans are the only ones predisposed to heart disease. Huh. And that's probably due to the fact that the other animals are all making vitamin C. So you have nothing to lose by taking at least 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C. And everything to gain. So you're supporting your collagen levels, which translates to uh, an aesthetic benefit. Um, you have uh, immune support, anti-inflammatory support, all of that with just that um, very, very basic, and you need 2,000 milligrams yeah, a day and, of vitamin C. And vitamin C is also a precursor to cartilage. I have, you know, all these people wearing out their joints, their knees and their hips. I wonder if it might be due to the fact that they're not supplementing with adequate amounts of vitamin C because your body doesn't make it, and you're not going to get enough in your diet. Okay, so um, people are under the impression that if they eat certain citrus fruits, they're getting um, a, a, an amount of vitamin C. But the one fruit, no, the one vegetable that has way more vitamin C content than any of the citrus fruits is peppers. So green peppers, red peppers, orange, um, yellow, all of those have a very significant amount of vitamin C. So having those on an everyday basis and taking a supplement, mm -hmm. so you're getting um, the benefits of a whole food and you're maintaining that bottom line level with your supplement. Now, so we alluded to the fact that the two the number one and number two causes of death in this country are heart disease and cancer. And in its initial stages, they are totally asymptomatic. Interesting. But so, mainstream medicine, in order to make money, allows you to get symptomatic. In other words, ignores the progression of the disease until you become symptomatic, and then they jump in with drugs and surgery. Well, the uh, medical approach is disease treatment. So you present with a symptom, you have um, issues that prevent full functioning of your body, and then there are medical approaches. But here is the way to stay healthy and highly functional. Well, it might not come as a surprise that the medical medical curriculum used today was started by the drug companies. And where are doctors trained? They're trained in hospitals. And who generally are the uh, population in hospitals? People who well, so, are sick. sick. It would be interesting to train people in a setting where they're healthy so doctors know how to learn how to keep people healthy, then allow them to get sick, and then they jump in and do all these heroic things. So one of the ways to identify before there are symptoms noticeable 
blood testing. Um, what are the basics that people should be testing and they are not being tested on a typical metabolic panel, CBC, lipid panel? Well, though the, all right, so the CBC and chemistry panel ought to see if there's anything abnormal enough to put you in a hospital. Woo! You can be, you can have both those tests normal and still have significant problems going on. Uh, lipid panel is just to sell drugs, you know, statin drugs. That have their own horrific list of side effects. You want to do a, a check inflammatory markers because that's an indication of something's being wrong if they're elevated. You want to check hormone levels, the estrogen and progesterone in women because if they're out of balance, that's a risk factor for breast cancer, but not just breast cancer, fibroids. How many women get fibroids? The doctor never checked to see if they were estrogen dominant, which right. is very common. Also, you can get ovarian cysts if you're estrogen dominant. And in gentlemen, won't they have prostate issues with estrogen dominance? That's true. Est- uh, breast tissue and prostate tissue embryologically are the same, and they're both hormonally sensitive, and that hormone is estrogen. So if you're converting, for a man, converting too much testosterone to estrogen, you're going to grow your prostate, which is not what you want. So if uh, listeners to Natural Doc Radio wonder where they can access all of this information, they can go to drslavin.com and see all of the opportunities for supporting wellness right here at the Institute of Advanced Medicine in Lauder Hill. 954-748-4991 is the number to call to make an appointment at the Institute of Advanced Medicine. Remember, Monday through Thursday are the times when you are going to find somebody here at the office. Also, you can access all of the blood tests that will give you in-depth information on your health and wellness at Advanced Medical Testing Center, also in Lauder Hill, Florida, 754-216-2332. And remember that supporting your health and wellness, you need high quality diet. That's where Janet Cimarelli, licensed nutritionist, comes in. And you can find Janet Cimarelli at janazon.com, J-A-N-A-Z-O-N. And Natural Doc Radio will be back again soon. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to Natural Doc Radio with your hosts Herbert R. Slavin, M.D., and Janet Cimarelli, Licensed Nutrition Counselor. Join them each week as they provide you with invaluable information to help you to get and stay healthy naturally. Natural Doc Radio is sponsored by the X39 Patch. Stimulate your own stem cells and let your body heal itself. Get more information at drslavin.com forward slash X39.